Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to our final episode of our study of the book of Mark. Uh, So uh, bittersweet to say goodbye to a good old friend in the gospel of Mark. We've enjoyed our time together, and I appreciate you listening so faithfully. I do have a couple more postcards to share with you from our very dear friends, the Donovan family. Uh, Don and Brigida have been friends of ours for so many years. Went to high school with Don years ago, and Don and Brigida were uh, just a young couple, uh, no children, years ago, helped us start our church in Enfield, Connecticut, way back in the day, Foundation Baptist Church. It was there uh, that uh, Brigida trusted Christ as her Savior, and now for all these years, uh, raising a family, uh, working uh, as the chief financial officer of Maranatha uh, Baptist Bible College, Maranatha University, uh, there in, in uh, Wisconsin, Watertown, Wisconsin, and the Donovans are just such a blessing. Brigida is from Finland, and she sends me all kinds of cards. There's one that shows the Aurora Borealis, the Northern Lights, uh, there in Finland. Uh, then another one here that uh, she showed me. It's sunrise at 2:51 a.m. and sunset at 11:39 p.m. Now that's what you call a long day. And then this third picture, just beautiful, beautiful. A wintry scene here in Finland. Uh, Brigida loves it. My wife, Wanda, would hate it because she doesn't like snow or north or cold or any of the sort. But uh, Brigida, thanks for sharing that. We sure do love you guys. Mark chapter 16, uh, here today for our final episode. We're in verse number 19 of the chapter. As you know, Jesus is giving some final instructions. We saw one of the iterations of the Great Commission, uh, last episode. And now today, verse number 19, the Bible says, So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. So I love that. We we read the account in, in Acts about the Lord ascending and how the angels said to the disciples, Uh, Why stand ye here gazing? This same Jesus, which has gone up, shall come again in like manner as ye have seen him go. And certainly we know that one day Jesus will return to this earth uh, on the very same mountain, Mount of Olives. And the Bible talks about that in Zechariah 14, uh, the return of the Lord. But here, uh, the the details are a little bit uh, different. Not, Not different in that they're contradictory, but different in that there's more to it. So, for instance, the Bible says in verse number 19, he was received up into heaven. I love that terminology, received up. So Jesus came from heaven to earth, the incarnation. He became us. He came to us because we could not go to him, right? So now, 33 years later, Jesus, having completed his mission, rises again and is received up into heaven. What a reception that must have been. What a grand reception when all of heaven 
welcomed the second person of the Godhead back into heaven. He sat down at the right hand of the Father. That's not a place of inequality, by the way. It's a, a place of authority and a place of rule. It's the place in the Godhead where the Son of Man rules and reigns with, uh, with his Father uh, there forevermore, uh, sitting at the right hand of God. Well, what, what a statement of reception. Then the Bible says, uh, he was received up into heaven, sat on the right hand of God, and verse number 20, they went forth. So see that? He went, and then they went. I, I think there was some prodding involved. Remember in Acts chapter 1, the angels, don't just stand here gazing. Uh, he's coming back. And so they went back to Jerusalem. Remember that, the chronology? And what did they do in Jerusalem? Well, they met in that upper room, the 120 of them. Uh, they had not yet received the fullness of the Holy Spirit of God. And so they waited and they prayed. Uh, they were together in one accord, praying. It was during that period of time they chose that 12th apostle. Remember, that was during that season. And they just waited for the power of the Holy Spirit. And then when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the Holy Spirit came in power upon them. Remember the symbol, the cloven tongues as of fire. Remember the, 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 the substance of that, that day, the, the powerful preaching of God's word, the speaking in the languages of the people that had gathered there for Pentecost and the outpouring of the Spirit of God, the powerful message by Peter. So when the Bible says that Jesus went up, they went forth. And I think that's a great rubric for you and me. Jesus has gone up. He's in a place of power. He has won the victory. Uh, we are already on the winning side. We just, it's ours just to complete our mission and to enter into the victory that Christ has already won for us. He went up, so we must go forth. And the Bible says they went forth. And then watch what it says. And they went forth and preached everywhere. They preached everywhere. I mean, wherever they could go, they went and told people about that Jesus who had changed their life, that Jesus who had died in their place, that Jesus that rose from the grave, that Jesus that ascended to the right hand of the Father in heaven, that Jesus. They went and preached. They proclaimed everywhere. There's never a bad place to tell people about Jesus. There's never a wrong place to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, the Bible command, we saw it yesterday, is go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You're never going to tell the wrong person about Jesus. Now, you can't always predict the response. You can't always predict uh, how safe it's going to be for you. But the point is, we have a responsibility not to save, not to see even results, but we have a responsibility to go and tell. And they preached everywhere. And then finally, uh, the Bible says here in verse number 20, they preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. So Mark says, wow, they went and preached everywhere. Now, now Mark has seen some of that. Remember, John Mark spent time with Peter, much time. John Mark spent time with later apostles like Barnabas to a degree, Paul for sure. 
as John Mark. So he saw this preaching. He was in many of these locations. Mark went to Rome. Mark went to places like uh, Colossae. Uh, well, not Colossae, but to, to Rome, and where Paul wrote back to Colossae. He went to places like uh, Cyprus and other places along the missionary journeys uh, with uh, with with Barnabas, with with Barnabas and, and and Paul in those early days, and so Mark not only wrote about this, he experienced this, and when he said, "Boy, they went everywhere preaching, but they weren't on their own. They went everywhere preaching, but the Lord was with them, working with them, confirming, validating, demonstrating through these signs that we talked about yesterday, showing that the message was valid." You see, the signs, the miraculous wonders, were not an end in in and of themselves, but God used signs in those early days to validate the message so that the message could be believed that Jesus' mission to save the world was indeed bona fide. It was valid. So is it not interesting that the book ends not with Jesus, but the book ends with Jesus' followers doing what Jesus did. Remember, all book long, what have we said? We said, it's not about the miracles. It's about the message. And the message was the message of a mission that Christ was on, to seek and to save that which was lost. And how how does the book end? With disciples on mission. And that mission was a message. They preached everywhere. And the mission of their message was validated with miracles. But it was God that did that validating, working in them in the same way by which uh, he authenticated and worked in the ministry of his own dear son, the Lord Jesus Christ. You're never a better Christ follower than when you, in the power of the Holy Spirit, tell other people about the mission of Messiah, And let God confirm that word. Let God work with you and accompany that word. Let God give you that boldness. Let God do that work with you, through you. And just see what God does when we do it God's way. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this study of the book of Mark. Hope you'll join us on Monday as we begin the exciting new book of Jeremiah. I know you're going to like it. It'll be a good change of pace. Go to the Old Testament. Hope you'll be there for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.